Hi, folks. Steve Urban here, founder and CEO at recruiting firm RiderFlex. If you enjoyed today's guest interview, please give it a like and be sure to subscribe to the RiderFlex podcast. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. Try the number one marketing platform for small business. Everything you need from design to marketing to CRM. Learn more at marketing360.com. Marketing 360, fuel your brand. Amanda, do, does everybody get your last name wrong? Absolutely. <laughs> what have yeah. you heard? What, give, give me all the versions. Give me all the um, versions. I get Krulch a lot or Cruelly. A lot of people think, that, think it's a, a J instead of an I. The funny thing is, is I don't even say it correctly. Um, mm -hmm. I just say cruel. Um, and that's, what, what is correct? It, I can't say it. So my ex-husband, it's his, his last name, and he's not from here. Okay. Uh, and I just don't have the right... Uh, you know, some people can't roll their R's in Spanish. Mm, mm, it's the gotcha. same kind of thing. I can't, I, it's, I'll never get it right. <laughs> so, so you just, you just tell everybody it's Amanda Cruel. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Uh, what's your maiden name? Short. Like S-H-O-R-T? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Uh, that, that, having that in high school was probably not fun. And how tall are you? Five eight, so I'm not short. <laughs> oh, okay, well, yeah. at least you didn't have. At least you didn't. At least you weren't like five one and have yeah. that last name. That would be killer. Both of my sisters are much. They're older than me, but they're much shorter than me. So when I came to high school, much later than they did, and and uh, my last name was short, they expected a, a short person as well. But they would always tell me, "Oh, you're not very short for a short." So yeah, I heard it all. <laughs> we'll keep all this in there. We're already rolling live then. I'll, Brianna can keep this in here. That's good yeah. stuff. Right there. I appreciate you sharing that. You're, so you're five eight. Yeah, that's taller. I wouldn't have guessed yeah. that. I wouldn't have guessed that. Tell, yeah. tell me about your your family a little bit. Mom, dad, siblings, where you grew up. Give me give me yeah. some early history stuff if you don't mind. Yep, I grew up here in the Bay Area. Um, I've left a couple times and I always end up back. Um, California is home. Um, I am the youngest of four children, uh, come from the happiest broken home you'll ever see. We're all half siblings and, and all these things, but we're very close. At least I'm very close with, with all of them. Um, my dad lives in Ohio now. My mom's still here in the Bay Area. Um, I tried a stint in Ohio um, to, to go live with my dad and didn't last very long. I lasted about four years and I was hightailing it back to California. Oh, four years. That's kind of actually a long time. You mean like after you got out of high school, you went to live with your dad or when you were in school? It was, it was after. Yeah. I was already, I was an, I was an adult um, I when I, when I moved there and it was, it, oh, okay, I okay. lasted about as long as I could. I mean, it's beautiful there, you know, but it's not California. Okay. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> um, now, you know, like I said, back in the Bay Area, I'm the mom of, of two little kids. Um, so that's my little family unit. Um, How old are they? Eight and three. Eight and three. Girl, boy, both. What What do you got? Oh, my 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 oldest. She's she's eight going on 18. She, she's my <laughs> girl. Um, and then my three year old is my boy. So. <laughs> OK, very good. And. Married now, other kids, single. What's your social situation? Give it to us. Single, very single. <laughs> very single. Yeah. Right. Nobody um, special. Nobody no, special right now. No, 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 me. I'm the special one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
the dating is it's awful. Hard? It is I, absolutely I, awful. All the memes and the jokes that you see yeah. about online dating, they're 100% true. It's awful. I, I Zero out of 10, do not recommend. <laughs> you know, I have, uh, I'm in my mid 50s and I have some advisory board members and clients that are older guys, you know, 50s and, and stuff. And a couple of them, two or three of them are single. And yeah, they, they, I mean, they don't say anything good about it. And they no. all, all of them, you know, you see, I don't know, you, you watch movies and TV or whatever, and kind of, it kind of uh, glorifies uh, the single life. But the guys I talk to, they're all like, oh my God, I wish, I wish I could find the right one. I wish I was married because they hate it. They hate it's it. It's awful. It, yes. There's, there's not much good to say about it. I'm with them. Um, I go, I go in waves. Um, with, with with dating sometimes I'm, I'm currently on the i'm just taking a break, <laughs> taking a break. the last one was psycho where you found stuff in the closet the last no one it's it, it's just literally everything you see online is a lie it, it's no fun it is no fun no one has good intentions when it comes to online dating so i'm just it, it's why does everybody why does everybody lie on social media? Everybody's lying, right? Everybody, yeah. like, to a certain degree, like a little bit, right? I, I mean, everybody. If you look everybody. at my, my Instagram feed, if you looked at it, you'd think I was happy 24-7. You know what I mean? And, and when I posted those pictures, I probably was. But it's just one tiny view of somebody's life, you know? Mm, good point. That's such a yeah. good point. So. So single mom, that's a tough job. Is the dad, is the dad, does he help? Is he involved? Is he, is yeah, he we, okay. Yeah. We share custody. Um, right, I, so, right. I mean, I get 50% of the time with my kids and 50% okay. of the time with myself. So it's, well, a, it's a nice arrangement. Okay. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. And your yeah. mom and dad. So let's see, how many siblings did you say you had four? I'm the youngest of four. So I have two sisters yeah. and a brother. Okay. Did your mom remarry ever? Or, or, or she, she's she has a fiance now uh, my dad is remarried um okay. but they i mean no no extra kids i am the baby I, I said that's fine you're allowed to get divorced but i will always be the youngest child we're not changing that <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right you're, uh, uh, when you're in a kid growing up were you a rebel like uh in high school <laughs> you a rebel partier were you straight that's a, a good question. library every day yeah where, where were you <laughs> that's a good question I, what what do you think I was? <laughs> um, well, let me answer it this way. Your LinkedIn profile says corporate hippie. So that might be true. This is very true. Um, I was actually a really good young kid. Um, like before then, 12, like before 12. Before, uh, up until I was like 15. And then when okay. my parents got divorced, Ooh. not only that, I uh, they got divorced and my siblings are six, seven and eight years older than me. And I'm very close. I never got treated like crap. Like I always say my, anytime someone thinks I'm spoiled, it wasn't my parents' fault. It was my siblings' fault. They all treated me like a princess and they all left one year right after another at the same time as my parents getting divorced and I made everybody pay. So I was a rebel. <laughs> I was like, okay, noted. Um, payback starts now. <laughs> so yeah, um, I gave everybody a run for their money. Um, oh, I bet. I bet. Uh, yeah. Did you ever, uh, ever have to call your mom from, from jail? Any, any... No, Here, here's the thing though. I never get caught. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I like to skate right under the radar and like and not get in trouble. I, I do respect authority a lot and like getting in trouble by police was never the business. Um, wow. So I, would ju I just did enough to make everybody miserable. I just assumed 
Now, I have asked that question pretty regularly here on the podcast. I ask people like, hey, when you were younger, were you ever arrested? And of course, when I was prepping my questions for you, I was like, oh, yeah, she's been arrested for sure. Yeah, I just absolutely. <laughs> Should I have been? Quite possibly. Have I been? Absolutely not. I'm very good with my words. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. So quite had fun in uh, college or had fun in high school, definitely, but got through and went to college. Right, kind of. Um, well, I mean, I, I was a, a I'm like a multi-time college dropout. Um, I, <laughs> um, I got married really young. Like um, at what I, age? 17? I mean, 16? I met my husband when I was 18. Okay. We got married. I was 21, had my first kid when I was 24, 23, 24, um, went yeah. back to school. Okay. Um, then I, then I got my bachelor's and then I, you know, started working on a career and now I'm back in school for my MBA. So multi-time college dropout going hard now. So it really just depends in life, right? <laughs> so you're the single mom of an eight and four-year-old, I think you said, and you're trying to, and you're working full-time and you're trying to get your MBA, what, at night? Holy cow. Okay. And having a social life. It's, it's, it's exhausting. <laughs> Yeah, you got no free time. You got zero yeah, free time. Zero. Yeah. Plus, now your mom, does she live close? Does she help with the kids? Of course, you do. She have- does. And my okay. sister does. My sister, I she my sister, I can't do life without her. She's my best friend okay. and okay. and she's like the stand-in father of my children. So she okay. she does she's a lot of help. Well, good for you. You're going back yeah. and get your you're getting your MBA. Now, what about what about Elon Musk saying the college degrees don't matter and all that. What you don't so right. I firmly believe that college degrees do not matter. And here I am getting my college degree. It's a personal goal I've had forever. It will make my grandma really happy. But I see. I mean, the last job I got, I didn't have my bachelor's yet. I finished it while I, you know, as the training specialist in this job, I don't have my master's and I'm an AVP. So you can do life without a degree. It's just a personal conviction that I have <laughs> for, you, it's some, for you. It's just something you want to do something you want to knock out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is there anything in class? Well, based on where you're at now already a VP, you, I mean, do you ever hear anything in class and go, wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's great. And, and the funniest part is you, give me an accounting class and I'm just, I can't, I can't, it's required. I have to, but get me in some of those leadership courses, you know, and it's, it's, is the information necessarily new, but if you get a really good professor, you know, just the way that they teach it to you and, and, and the way they engage you with, with the concepts, that's where the classes are really exciting. And that's when I'm like, Oh, I never thought about it that way. Same concept, but just looked at a little bit differently or taught a little bit differently goes a long way. Okay. So, so you don't, you don't go and feel like it's a complete waste of time. That's good news. Yeah. I mean, I did have to start going back into the classroom and I'm not happy about that. I've gotten very used to this whole everything from home life. (sighs) Did you, are you like with a bunch of 18 and 19 year olds? No, no, because it's the MBA. I expected that because when I did my bachelor's, I was also older and I had a kid and these poor kids would tell me that they're so tired. And I would look at them coming from my eight hour shift after putting my kid to sleep. And I would be like, yeah, you're not tired. (laughs) (laughs) At the MBA, it's mostly adults. And and because I'm not going to like, I'm not going to a very prestigious school. It's a a community, you know, school around here. I mean, um, it's all working professionals coming to get their MBA. So it's not so bad. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Hey, kudos. You're uh, you sounds like you're busy and you're super aggressive and you got lots of energy, which I already knew. Uh, 
Um, tell me about your career. I mean, it was Chevron. I mean, I know you probably had other jobs in high school, but I mean, damn, that's the only job you've had since you, yeah. you're not, right? Yeah. Um, I've been working since I was like, what, you have to be 15 and a half in California to work. I've always been working. I like to have money because I like to spend money. So I've always been working. Um, I actually landed into banking when I lived in Ohio. Um, mm-hmm because I just, I needed to get out of the house and I was a part-time teller at, at a bank out there. I see. Um, came back home and I had a six month stint at a, a big bank, one of the ones inside of a grocery store. And I hated every second of it. I'm not a salesperson. Like I just don't like to sell products. Right. Um, my now, is this before, is this before you got married and had a kid? No, this, I was married, no kid at this point. I have, I've had both of my babies at Chevron. So my life has happened here. Um, okay. 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 So I spent All six right. months at this really crappy bank and, and my grandma was like, well, honey, why don't you check out the credit union? So what do you do? And grandma tells you to check out the credit union. You check out the credit union. <laughs> uh, and they had a job for like a teller and I applied, um, got the role, did that for a couple years. So yeah, it's been almost 10 years I've been with this credit union. I think it's, uh, I mean, hey, you're a recruiter for a living, right? I mean, you recruit people for a living. You look at resumes and LinkedIn profiles all day. Yeah. How often do you see one with somebody who's been there for 10 years, right? Like not very often. Yeah. It, <laughs> Especially it, it at is, your age. I'm, Especially- yeah. And, and it's hard for me because I do get bored easily. I'm that kind of person that really needs to stay, you know, engaged and stimulated in, in whatever I do. I've just been really blessed and able to, you know, move around the credit union and, and do different things and have lots of opportunities. So, yeah. That's why your bosses are promoting you like every two years. They're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> they're like holy shit, man. They've heard another promotion. So she doesn't leave. Holy cow. That's why they keep giving you more. By the way, yeah, for the listeners that don't know, um, Amanda, we were talking about her last name earlier. I'm going to spell it for you. Okay, she, she, she loves it when people connect with her on LinkedIn and send her like sales messages. Uh, oh, yeah. her, <laughs> her last name is spelled K-R-U-L-J. And if you look her up, Chevron Credit Union for like 10 years, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 10 roughly. years in July. Yeah. Started off as like a, like a, a teller, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah. And now you're moving up, moving up, moving up all the way to Assistant Vice President Talent Acquisition. Is that right? Guilty as charged. Wow. <laughs> that is me. <laughs> Congratulations. Now that recent recent promotion is what, four or five months old? Something like yeah. that? Yeah, it's real, real fresh. VP. Do you like that? You got your new business cards that says VP on it. Actually, I haven't printed them yet because our address is about to change, but I have my old ones and I just write with Sharpie. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. Were you, like, my- were you like, now when you got the promotion, uh-huh. were you like, dead? I mean, you should, was that mom, which one did you call first? Oh, but you, you may not be able to answer that on the podcast. I can't answer. It was neither. I called my sister first. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did. Okay. Actually, that's yeah. a lie. I called my daughter first, but she didn't care. The first person I called to care was my sister. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter was, was like, like huh? yeah, whatever. What time are you going to be home and what's for dinner? <laughs> yeah. She's like, cool. <laughs> uh, you know, all those, all that rebel stuff you did in high school, you know, it's coming right back. I've apologized profusely to both of my parents for everything that I've done. And yes, my daughter is, I'm in big trouble. She can take over the world if she wants to. If, she's only eight. Wait till I she's know. 12. Wait till she's 12. Yeah, See, my eight-year-old, she was not even seven. And she told me she wanted a Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said earlier, 
You said you like to buy stuff, so she gets to a, little, a, little, bit, a little bit of a material yeah. girl. She gets we, we've downgraded to a Tesla, so we're we're getting somewhere. <laughs> now that's what she wants. But yeah, no, she's she's a handful. I'm in for it. She has dreams to go to UCLA. I'm like, where do these things come from? That's so, so yeah, awesome. that's that's yeah. really that's really awesome. Great run at, at Chevron, being there yeah. for for that long. Oh, um, tell me the corporate hippie thing. By the way, I love that. I, I just I love that. That is so great and you've i'm sure you've looked at my profile i got some fun stuff in there too that just kind of keeps it interesting right i think it's i think it's important to do that well i want to get we'll go we'll get on that topic yeah. as a recruiter but um i have never seen that before i've never out of all the linkedin profiles i remember when i first saw that i, I got up close to the screen i'm like wait a minute, does that say happy <laughs> right there I'm like who does that <laughs> nobody does that nobody do. is brave enough to do that and then, I, and then i scroll down i'm like wait a minute Vice president, vice president. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who nobody's brave enough to do that. That is so cool. Have uh -huh. you ever gotten any shit about that from any bosses or any executives over at LinkedIn? Or they all just think it's cool? No, I, I've only gotten positive feedback about it, um, which means Great. you know, I know I know who the cool people are, the people who notice, right? <laughs> it's actually funny how that happened. I came yeah, up with me. that on a phone screen. I'm pretty sure it was a phone screen with the candidate. Hmm. Um, and we were just kind of talking and, you know, she's from an area called Marin, um, here in the Bay area. And yeah. it is kind of like an older hippie town, but okay. they're all these executives or, you know, professionals who balance. And I was like, yeah, they're all a bunch of corporate hippies. And she was like, you have to coin that. And I was like, I kind of do because I, you know, outside of my life, I'm a, I would consider myself a, a very 20th. 21st century hippie right gotcha. um and but i'm I, I i also really like to hustle you know so it's like this balance of this corporate hippie so that's where it came from <laughs> i love it oh i love it i love it i love it can you talk to me about your extracurricular activities outside of work probably not I mean, you... <laughs> what are your hobbies what are your hobbies amanda do you like do you go on Eating. retreats? Do you go on retreats and take mushrooms and look up at the stars and find? You know, it's that's a bucket list item. It hasn't happened yet. I haven't done shrimp since I was in high school. Um, <laughs> but but I would absolutely love to do it like in a very spiritual way. I'm a very, like I said, I'm a very yes. spiritual person like yes, that. Yes, yes. Um, food is my hobby. I do a lot oh. of eating. Um, I like to eat good food, all okay. kinds of food. Um, Are you a good cook? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm also my toughest critic. My sister says I cook just fine, um, but I much prefer to like go to a restaurant and order something that comes to my plate. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you're a foodie. You like the, uh -huh. the cool restaurants. Like, you know, if I come to the Bay Area, you know, all the cool little places. I actually hate eating in the Bay Area. I fly to LA to go eat. Like, Often. really <laughs> yeah really? um that's like my wow. favorite place to eat so um i mean yes i could tell you some great places to eat but if you're going to come all the way to california i'd be like go to la that's that's where the food is at in my opinion okay i'm surprised you don't live in la can you live anywhere or do you have to oh would love to live in la i tell everybody i in my mind i live in la but i work in the bay area <laughs> Um, and like, so I'm here most of the time. And then I just gallivant to LA, but I try to go like once a month because that's your scene, right? I mean, you're, that, that's, that's you. Yeah. That's you. Yeah. You, I can see you getting super bored. What if you, yeah, you in Ohio, please. <laughs> what if you, 
What if you had to live in like Kansas or something? You'd shoot yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm really good with a gun. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you couldn't do it. Uh-uh. You couldn't uh-uh. do it. No, you would be like, okay, what do you guys do around here for fun? Well, we go down to the Sonic. Yeah. You'd be like, okay, I got to go. I got to yeah, get out of here. Food. I need food. <laughs> Um, and, and you, I know you were, you were itching for it. Weed does need to be legal wherever I live. Weed um, has so, to be legal. Yeah. And yeah. So yeah, yeah sun, sun needs to be shining like 360 sun. days a year. I have a really good friend here, uh, that, uh, is in the mushroom business. He was in cannabis before, um, great guy. And, uh, he's starting a, a, a mushroom psilocybin business with a, famous football player, uh, famous former football player. Anyway, I was over at his house recently and he said, listen, man, he's like, you got to go traveling with me. And I was like, I was like, oh yeah. I was like, well, where, like, where, where are we, like, where, where are we going? He goes, no, 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 traveling, traveling, you know, like psilocybin traveling. A different I'm dimension. Like, yeah. And, and I I'm know. like, uh, I'm like, what, what, you know, and I'm super like, I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, I'm like, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? He goes, he goes, you've never been traveling. I'm like, I guess not. What do you, you explain it to me? <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. He was like, you got to have a, uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, when they, you got to have a watcher, uh, an overseer or something. Uh, like, they want somebody to be with next to you or whatever to make yeah. sure that you absolutely. Anyway, and he's got a yurt. He's got like this giant yurt in his backyard because yeah. he lives on some acreage. That's super dope. I would, yeah. where, they get, where they, where they have these, a bunch of people get together and he's, you know, I'm like, okay, we got to go do that. My wife's like, I don't know for sure. You know, my wife's a little more like, oh, that scares me. Um, <laughs> so. Well, this is one of my bucket list items that I always laugh. Um, I watched this show called Grace and Frankie. Super oh. funny. Okay. Funniest ever. It, it, it's Jane Fonda and yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. I've seen it. Yep. Yep. Lily Tomlin. And they yeah. are just the epitome of themselves in that show and at one point they're on the beach in southern california doing peyote like (laughs) i'm like um that sounds fun i'm like i don't know what it is i don't but it they look like they're having a blast it's pretty by the way by the way how'd how'd you like to be 80 years old and look like jane fonda i mean mean, who doesn't want to be 80 year old you know looking like jane fonda she's yes i saw her on some award show my wife was watching some award show she's up there like at the podium i was like what? How do you even do that? I don't even know I how know. you do that. I don't know really how you do that. Really funny show. It's a hilarious <laughs> show. Highly recommend that one. <laughs> um, oh, let's let's uh, let's get into what you do for a living. I got yeah. so many questions I want to uh, ask. I got yeah, you know. Depends so, on the day. <laughs> all right. So, are you over all of talent hiring? Tell me what your what what's your scope of responsibility right now at Chevron? Yeah, all things talent acquisition and recruiting. Okay. Um, it's, it's nobody gets uh, nobody gets hired there unless they unless they go through you. Yes, point. that is the that is it. We are the gatekeepers. Um, you know, we start the process, we screen and you know assess and all those things, oh. and, and then pass them off to to hiring managers and things like that. Yeah, so it's me, and then I have one gal on my team. Okay, and how many employees currently? At Chevron Credit Union, with you know regular employees and you know temps and contractors, we're somewhere around three fifty. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you're busy. Um, yeah. All right. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with a series of questions real okay. about hiring. You ready? Here we go. I'm usually the one asking the questions. Let's see how I do. I know, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's true. True. Uh, now, each one of these you could spend thirty minutes on, but we'll just have to kind of okay. stick and move with them. Um, resume advice 
yes. to anybody listening in today's market, a couple of things you want to just say, hey, look, if I see your resume, just you want to give us two or three things like yeah, right now. Keep to it simple. Candidate. Like number one, keep it simple, right? Mm -hmm. We we are looking through hundreds of applications a day. I want to be able to see where you're at, you were at and some key accomplishments, you know. One um, page, one pager. I would love to say one page, but that's a stretch, you know, not, okay. you know, I, I closest to a page or two as possible. Um, okay. You know, I, I would also say, you know, if you can find a way to make it a little spunky, that works on me. Now, some people look at it and go, you know, why did they put color on it? But I, you know, I, as a recruiter, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, don't overdo it. Again, simple is always better, but find a way to make yourself stand out from the last person. Again, we're looking at hundreds re of resumes a day, but, you know, okay. what can we do okay. to make you stand out? Simple and something to stand out. Okay. LinkedIn profile. What, uh, again, I know we could spend like a half hour on yeah. that question, but uh, two or three things you're just like, okay, please just please do these things with your LinkedIn profile. Have a picture, like have <laughs> a picture somewhat professional doesn't need to be like a super professional picture i just don't want you to know your car selfie from your night out uh, have a picture i know this one seems super silly have a banner a lot of people miss that step but i think that is your one area to add a, a little bit of you to your profile um and then same thing um one thing i really learned when i was working on my um uh, profile is to kind of write it as a story we already have your resume this is a place to kind of read a story to get to know you and your career journey, not necessarily bullet points. So mm. it's a little bit of a different, different spin. Um, so those are my three things for, for LinkedIn profiles. Okay. What about comments and postings on LinkedIn? Uh, and matter of fact, let's just go ahead and stretch that to social media in general, commenting, posting, speaking out, maybe getting a little risky on some hot topics. What are your thoughts? Um, I think as long as you are continuing to be a decent human being, being respectful of other people, you should 100% be able to be yourself. Um, you know, and that's what I try to talk to people about with LinkedIn, especially with postings. If you look at mine, they are not all 100%, you know, for my company. I talk about women in the workforce. I will talk about marijuana use in the workforce. I will talk about, you know, you know, pay equity, different things that have nothing to do with the organization that I work for, because that is my page. I am sure there are certain people out there, my posts piss them off. Those aren't necessarily the people I want in my network anyways. So get on out. Um, like I said, as long as you're being respectful and kind, you're never going to please everybody. So I think it's stay authentic to yourself. Now you're comfortable though. You've been in the same place for 10 years. What if you're unemployed in the job search desperate? Would you, do you think you'd be more conservative with anything you might say? Or do you know? Well, you probably, would. <laughs> you probably wouldn't. No. Um, I guess it just really depends. Are you looking for a job for a paycheck or are you looking for a job that, you know, nourishes your soul? Because if that's something that's really important to you, if, if pay equity is really important to you or women in the workforce was really important to you, do you really want to work for a company that sees you posting an article and goes, ooh, mm. probably shouldn't have posted that? Probably not because they're not going to support you through your journey as you're trying to find how to help with equity or things like that. So um, I, I guess it just depends what your, your end goal is with your work life. You know, 
That is such a beautiful answer. And there are so many people that just apply for jobs just to get a job because they have a car payment, they have a mortgage. And I hear people actually say the words, well, I just, you know, I need to get a job. I need to find a new job. Like, no, no, bro. No, no. Follow your passion. You want to do something that you enjoy doing. It's not, please stop treating it just like a job. Like that's, that's why so many people are miserable that, I mean, really like no it's not just about that like yep. you, you, it's got to yeah, match your culture kind of purpose. Yep. it's got to match your purpose your passion your culture it's got to be way more than just something to pay your bills yep okay sorry. that would not be enough for me it would not be enough for me to wake up every day and not right? be outside in the sunshine <laughs> what if the ceo of Chevron Federal Credit Union came on and said, yeah, marijuana is bad for people and anybody that uses it, I just don't respect them. Like put that post on social media. Amanda would be like, okay, I got to, I got to, I got to call Steve. I got to call Steve at Riderflex. You got to find something different. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, so I do try, like I try to be careful and mindful. I think that is important too, but. Okay. Yeah. Do you think companies should make not let me let me rephrase the question. Do you think companies make hiring decisions sometimes based on what candidates put on social media? You know, I haven't come across that. At least I haven't had the feeling that I've come across that yet. Um, I think it kind of depends on each organization and, and maybe how um, how seen are they? How visual are they? What is their presence on on social media? Me personally, I haven't had a hiring manager that I'd have to say just because they posted that article doesn't mean they can't do the job kind of thing. Um, and gosh, me, I hope I never have to have that conversation. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I already know what you're going to say, how you're going to answer it, but I'm just wondering deep down, like, what if you got this candidate in front of you? <laughs> and they were like, I am, cause I already kind of have a feeling where you lean. What if they're like, listen, I am super Christian, right wing, Trump loving, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they're adamant about it online. They say something about it during the interview, but they're super qualified. What's Amanda going to do? <laughs> I'm going to have to put my big girl pants on. <laughs> um. <laughs> right. That would be tough, right? Because it's a human, because, because yeah. human nature, human emotions, do come into it. I know it's not supposed Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Right. But we're not robots. As much exactly. as as hard as human resource folks want us to be robots and not right. have an emotional reaction to things, we do because we we're humans. Yeah. It's almost hard. It's hard and very difficult not to, right? Yeah. Well, and my, my bachelor's was um, industrial and organizational psychology. So I really like the way the brains works. And one of my last research projects was a uh, confirmation bias and it was a full-blown study and it and we are humans we are biased you know what i mean whether we like it or not which yeah, is why we, when yeah. i do phone screens i don't even have a, we don't have cameras i do my best to keep cameras off at that very early stage because sometimes biases happen same thing with seeing those things on social media for me and you might be surprised i i i do lean in a general direction but i try my best to look at people's pure heartedness and sometimes it doesn't align with their political values so i try my best it is so true you know what i mean i've, I've had friends who were trump supporters and sometimes i sit there and wonder like okay 
I know you as a person. I don't know how this is possible, but it doesn't make them a bad person. Now, some of them are just outright bad people. So I really have to see what the posts were, Steve. I, I don't have enough information to make okay. a, a, a real decision. I, I would try, hope to make the right choice. <laughs> you know what I would always, what I, my advice for listeners on this topic is, look, here's the deal. Just don't get, don't be angry. Like if somebody likes purple and you like yellow, don't hate them just because I like right. purple. Just like, I'm always telling everybody, I'm like, hey man, if you like purple, that's cool. We can still have a beer together. I'm not going to yeah. demonize you because you like purple and I like yellow. Like who, I don't care. I'm not going to, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I try to just be, okay, look, we can still be friends. We can still, we can still hang out. We can still watch the ball game, have a beer together. You know, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I take you camping with me. Through this, but. <laughs> it's like, there's like an hour, like two to three hours max and you gotta go. <laughs> uh, how about this one? How about this one? Uh, oh, well, uh, you know what? Sorry. Let me stick one more thing on this. One more yeah. thing on the social media before we go to job interviews. Should people be wiped off of social media for saying certain things? this cancel culture stuff where they you know twitter doesn't like something they say you're banished what are your thoughts on that i mean i don't necessarily believe in cancel culture i'm not a big fan okay at the same time i do think there are certain individuals and certain circumstances i mean we'll we'll try to stay a little bit away from like politics but for example I'm not sure you follow the whole Kim Kardashian and Kanye West debacle. I'm sure you didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> but, you know, sure, it's free speech, all of that. But, I mean, Kanye was all but harassing his ex-wife. And I watched this interview and I was just like, wow. You know, this person, this individual gets so much everyone's into it and everyone knows. But women have to deal with this all the time. I mm. think there were many of times he should have been wiped off. To me, he was harassing a person. So again, it goes back to that. Are they making loud noise about something I just don't like? Don't cancel. It's not fair. I'm not going to like everything everybody says. Are mm -hmm. they actually harming or harassing a person or a group of people? Let's cancel them. <laughs> you know, so it really just kind of depends, you know, on the situation. And I think the difficult thing there isn't the most difficult thing there is who's deciding if it's right. <laughs> right. That's the tough part, right? Like who's right. making that decision? An algorithm, like, I don't know, some guy sitting in a little cubicle somewhere that works for Google is making yeah. it. Like who's deciding that, right? That's the part that I think is and uh, here's diff difficult, difficult. The, the beauty of social media. And this is something I learned later as I've been going through this journey of mine. There's a button called unfollow. <laughs> There's a button called block. Yep. Like, Yep. You can cancel whomever you want at any time that you want. And that should be enough. Yep. I totally agree with that. <laughs> and one, one, one more thing on that uh, topic I heard, cause it, it's really a difficult, it's a very difficult topic. I, I think that's a very, cause I'm a huge first amendment guy. Uh, but uh, I also get the fact that they're their own companies. Like, 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 I don't want, I wouldn't want the government telling me at RiderFlex what to do, right? right? I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want, I don't want to be told what to do with my company. Just like maybe somebody at Twitter would be like, stop telling us what to do with our company, right? I, right. I, 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 I get it, right? I, I, I can relate. 
But at the same time, I'm also a big free speech, big, big First Amendment guy. So it's like, this is a very troublesome, troublesome topic. Um, and I heard a guy say that he's like, he's like, what if you, if you own a coffee shop, don't you want the power to kick out somebody that's in your coffee shop, make it noise? Right, you don't like service. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I do. But when a company gets as big as Google and they control every piece of information on the planet, <laughs> like how, okay, now, so it's a tough one. Anyway, yeah. a very tough, very tough one. Um, do you think Elon should buy Twitter? I think he's so petty. I love it. <laughs> to say what he wants to say and he has the money to say it. and I, you know what i can't i can't hate the man for it i know everyone's like i'm like i think it's great I, if i had that yep. kind of money and someone told me what to do that's something i would do as well so i think it's great good job elon <laughs> i'm kind of a fan too i think i think from a bigger i think from a humanity perspective i'm not an expert on this but he seems to be he's very he's all about humanity and what's good for human beings long term at least it seems that way it's almost like he's saying, okay, we can't just, we, we can't have this gigantic information flow that's controlled with certain narratives. He's like, I'm just going to buy this thing and let people open this yeah. up, a little bit, open this up a little bit more, which I think is probably a good idea. So I'm a fan. I'm in favor of it too. So we're recording right. this by the way, on December, on April 26, 2022. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan too. I hope it goes through. Um, yeah. Okay, let's get to job interviews. Um, yeah, couple of couple of quick hits on because you interview people all day every day. I know yeah. we could do an hour, but just give me two or three biggest pet peeves during an interview when Amanda's just like, oh, oh my god, okay. Um, ramblers, which is a lot coming from me, someone who talks a lot. Um, get to the point. It's a fo- especially in the phone screen stage. You know, I I want a couple sentences telling me how you did great or how you improved or whatnot let's move it on um so why we only scheduled 30 minutes so stop rambling get to your point be really direct um okay. keep it alive keep it alive um i know it's hard in interviews people get very nervous you know get very you know scared to, to be themselves but again keep that human in there be yourself and keep both of us alive so those are my my two big things is keep it okay. alive and be direct does does, does um candidate personality to company culture fit matter or should people be hired based on experience only i believe personality matters i think cultural fit matters um i don't think it's a cookie cutter answer for every single role right okay somebody coming into the recruiting team is going to have to have far more personality than someone going into an accounting team. Now, I still want a cultural fit, but there's the organizational culture and then there's a departmental culture as well. So mm-hmm. putting somebody like me in an account, you know, in a, the accounting team might not make everybody happy, <laughs> you know, so it, it's not just a organizational cultural fit, but, you know, even the department or whatnot. Um, but I do think personality matters. Um, okay. Okay. Then I think I know where this next answer is going. If you had candidate a let's call her mary mary's got great people skills great references great communicator you see her as a shit ton of potential Uh but but pretty junior pretty junior and doesn't doesn't have the five years yet only has the two years doesn't have this specific 
software training yet, um, whatever, M missing two or three things on the requirements list, right? But team loves her. She fits the culture, all that. Now you got Johnny over here. He's got eight years of experience. He checks every freaking box. Looks great. Went to an Ivy League school, blah, blah, blah. But his personality is kind of dry. And you're just like, you're not sure if he's a good guy or not. Who do you already know my with? answer, Steve. Yeah, I already know your answer. It's Mary. <laughs> you go with Mary. Mary. I mean, and, and, you know, part of it is I've been Mary every step of my career. I've not ever checked every single box of every job that I've had. Um, right. And, it, you know, so I, I think there's a lot to be said for that. Again, I think each role needs to be looked at a little bit differently. Some more of the analytical or technical kind of roles. We might need a Johnny, but, the, you know, Mary's can go a long way. <laughs> right. You know, what gets on my nerves as a recruiting firm the most, like the, Here's what bothers me when somebody will, will be talking to a potential client, right? Let's say they want a VP of sales and let's say it's, um, I don't know, it's an office furniture company. They make office furniture, right? Whatever. And they'll call me up and they'll go, yeah, but has he sold office chairs? Because, because if he hasn't sold office chairs, he probably won't right. do I'm like, he's sold office furniture, desks, lamps, whatever. Or no, he sold he, cars. I don't care what he sold. He's a salesperson. That's that's the skill we're looking for. You know, every, we can teach him a chair. Drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. <laughs> so it's like me and Scott will be on a call and they'll be like, "Well, you know, we we need to." And I'll just I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> um. How, now this next one. Um. Is it fair to? discriminate because of, well, I don't know if discriminate is the right word, eliminate because of education. Is it fair to, to eliminate somebody because they don't have a bachelor's? You know. You weren't. I'm not a fan. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I don't, you're not a I fan of the man. You're of, not a fan of the mandate. Of, of screen, yeah. Of screening somebody out because of a lack of a degree. I mean, okay. Okay. I, I, Okay. I could, I firmly believe I could be doing the job that I am doing today with or without my degree. Okay. What about this one? What about the, this, the, the, uh, uh, elimination of people that haven't been vaccinated or don't want to wear a mask? Oh yeah. No, I, that, that is a sticky one. I'm going to say no. And I think we've done, I, I we've done such a good job tr treading that, um, <laughs> but uh, that's a tough one. Um, I, I think being as fair as possible, barring all, you know, county and state regulations. Remember, I do live in California as much as I love it. We're very highly regulated. So, um, yep. so it, that one, it, it, sometimes we have to screen people out based on certain things but that's should the there be of should there should there be medical discrimination i love it i like using that term it gets people fired up <laughs> i know i know um <laughs> i i know i i do i am vaccinated i was one of the first people to get vaccinated okay. because i made it very clear that i love to eat out and if i had to have a vaccine <laughs> to go eat here's my passport i'm vaccinated 100 percent I no. don't necessarily think it's great that I was told I had to do that. Um, gotcha. Okay. Yes. So, right. but I right. am, I am a rule follower. <laughs> you're, you're, what? You're a rule follower. That's not, I mean, that's not, that goes against every single thing you said I earlier. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I follow 
rules that allow me to live my life as mo- oh. most accordingly to what I want to do, which okay. is going out to all my restaurants. <laughs> okay. Well, what about this yeah. assessments? Do you believe in, do you believe, do you believe assessments should be a, a, a 100% knockout black or white Absolutely thing not. with company? No, I never believe in black and white, which is why I, I sigh before every answer I give you is because I, it's like every, every instance deserves a, gray look you know i don't believe in black and white very often um and assessments are one of those things i did mention my you know my psychology degree so i absolutely believe in in the benefits of different assessments as long as you're using you know tested and you know validated tests then go for it even still is it it should be part of the hiring correct i think it should be a part of a hiring process i think it should be used whenever you're on a cusp of something um but yeah i don't think it is there are people who are bad test takers, people who English is their second language. People, you know, it, it, there are so many factors to, to why someone might not do really great on a cognitive assessment. Okay. How about this one? And then I'm going to, then we'll get to wrap up job hopper. Well, first of all, what, what is the dis- definition of job hopper in today's I world? I don't even know what the definition is anymore. And what does a 10 year employee like you think of somebody that's had a different job every year for the past five years? I will admit I'm a little judgmental. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, if, if I can hang tight, anybody can hang yeah. tight. Um, you know, but again, it's one of those things. Are they a contractor? Maybe they go from place to place because they're in a contracting gig. Um, were their life circumstances? So it depends. Do I see that? You know, when I see like six different employers in like the last two years, it's pretty slim. You're going to get a call back from me. Um, If I see, you know, one to two years for like the last couple of years, maybe you moved and you were still trying to find that spot. So there's reasoning. But yeah, that is definitely one of the areas that I'm a little bit more judgmental on (laughs) than others. I am too. And I encourage people, by the way, make sure you list yourself as a contractor in LinkedIn. I mean, even put Mm -hmm. it in parentheses next to your title or do something in the title or write in the headline to to tell me as a recruiter, if I'm scanning your LinkedIn profile for for 10 seconds, tell me that it was a temp situation. So I don't think you were a job hopper. Exactly. Yep. Um, Because I will skip on you if you forgot. And I will (laughs) skip on you if you forgot. And one more thing, please don't get on the phone and say, well, you know, after one year, I just feel like I accomplished everything I can accomplish there. I hate that answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like, first of all, it took you six months to even figure out what everybody's name was. You didn't accomplish everything you could accomplish in one year. Please right. don't say that. Please right. don't say it. I, I would just, much prefer them to say, hey, you know, I got there and it just wasn't a good fit. Yeah, you know? that's fine. <laughs> right. That's yeah. fine. It wasn't a good fit. Yeah, it wasn't a good fit. And please say yeah. it wasn't a good fit. Don't say your, your boss was a dick or whatever. I mean, just please don't, you don't need to go there. Just say it wasn't, this is not the right, yep. not the right atmosphere for me. Okay. Two last questions. Almost yes. out of time, man. I, we could, we could win an hour on every one of those questions, by the way, probably. Yeah. Um, very successful career at Chevron after 10 years. What are, what are you going to, what are you going to, you trying to be CEO there? What, what's the plan? <laughs> what, I don't what, know. What's, I, the, what's the plan for Amanda? What, what's going I, on with you? I one day will be a CEO, but it won't be for anybody else's company. <laughs> oh, you want to, you, so you want to, yeah. I didn't know, I didn't know you had an entrepreneurial bug in there. I, you know, I didn't know I had an entrepreneurial bug either. Um, and then my current boss plopped me in a job that is just, it works. It works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
So it's a long-term goal, but I don't think I'll be the CEO of Chevron Federal Credit Union. (laughs) Okay. Uh, If you could call your 17-year-old self and tell her anything, because, you know, you, you, uh, right there when you were you're pretty wild, right before you were getting ready to go to college, before you dropped out the first time, if you could tell her anything, what would you say? A couple things. Number one is to stay true to yourself and be authentic. There is space in this world for you as you are. It took me a long time to learn that, and I'm still remembering it on some days. Um, find happiness in everything you do. It's a choice. I I firmly believe being happy is a choice. Wake up every morning and choose it. Every hour you're feeling sad, choose to be happy. So I would tell her that. And I would also tell her to wear sunscreen, (laughs) like for sure. (laughs) I really wish that I I listened to everybody else. Wear sunscreen. (laughs) Now, it's interesting. Normally, I hear that from people my my people my age, because if you grew up in the 80s, you laid out in the sun all the time. Like we all did. We all did that. Like we had to be I had I had to be the tennis guy. Right. Yeah. I had to, you know, you know, somehow that was, I thought that was going to help me pick up chicks. I, I don't know if that actually worked, but yeah, I totally agree. Wear sunscreen. Okay. Last question. Then if you had to put your, if you had to define your core purpose beyond deciding to be happy, like you said, what, what is your core purpose in life beyond your two children? Let's, let's, let's separate that. Cause that's get rid of everything for me, Steve. <laughs> What is Amanda's reason for walking around here on this blue ball floating around in this black space? Like, what is your purpose here? I don't know, Steve. I'm still looking for it. Okay. <laughs> I think I am. I, I think I am still looking for that core purpose. I mean, you took away happiness. You took away my kids. And that's my focus. Those are um, two. Those are those are up there. Obviously. I know. I was just wondering, those are beyond, up there. beyond that, was there, is there another purpose? I don't know. It doesn't, you, know, you don't have to have I, an answer. But. I, I do think, I think, uh, honestly, it is all of those things. And I think I've already mentioned it before. And it's just really, it's something super important to me because I spent 12, 13 years not doing this. And it's to be authentic, to be authentically yourself. Um, and, and don't be afraid. Be, and don't be yeah, afraid to be. And, and, and don't be afraid to be. Yes. Like you said, I mean, you were like, you, you're brave to put corporate hippie on your, on your LinkedIn. And I'm like, but you know what? Once people get to know me, I work my ass off. Yes. Right. Right. Yes. And yes. I can still be fun <laughs> and, and I can still be myself. Like I said, there is space for me in the professional world. When the once upon a time, I would have never thought that I could be myself and be successful. They, they can coexist. So I love it. Amanda, thank you for being on the Rider Flex yeah, podcast. Thanks for having me. <laughs>